Welcome to the F and B podcast. I am Sahith. And I am Arya. Today we will be talking about science and its significance in, in its its role in our country, past and present. As we know, science helps us understand the universe and humans, or any other living organisms and many other things. However, I believe that science should be taught more in schools and religion or any other practices or beliefs that go against facts should be dismissed when educating children or young adults. Evolution has always been a controversial subject in our nation's history and it can date back all the way back to the days that progressive religious thinking was being formed to the formation of the United States of America to 1925, the Scopes trial to today. So let's talk about the 1925 trial for a second. Um, this trial was between the state of Tennessee and its school board against a teacher from the Tennessee school education system by the name of Scopes. Scopes believed that it was important to teach his students about um, evolution because he was a forward-thinking man, progressive-thinking man. He believes in science, and so he believed that not teaching his students about this would be much like depriving them of something essential. He thought he was depriving them of knowledge. Eventually, word got out that this man, John Scopes, was teaching his students about evolution. And so, obviously, Tennessee being in the South, rural South at the time, being heavily religious, the parents of the school decided to complain to the teacher, John Scopes. He, however, decided he did nothing wrong and continued to teach. Eventually, when the school board put pressure on him to stop, he took this to court. Eventually, it made its way to the Supreme Court. This trial is known as the Scopes Monkey Trial. Uh, you can research it more if you want. But in the end, Scopes was supported by an organization that was scientific and progressively thinking, and they believed in evolution. So therefore, they said, whatever charges you get, we'll pay for them, we'll free you. So he had nothing to do with it. He kind of just pled guilty. And the whole thing got re- resolved. Uh, it was actually a bad move by him for the organization. They were not happy about this because he pleaded guilty right away. So they kind of got no leverage, although they had to pay the fees. And they had to they had to pay his insurance and the fees he was charged by the state of Tennessee. Anyway, moving on. This trial did bring science to some sort of light into our rapidly evolving nation as we did eventually undergo rapid industrialization um cities were popping up suburbs were popping up we got the tv the radio we have things such as automobiles we have vaccines jonah salk came up with the polio vaccine um we have ddts we have pesticides and we even have critics against these things um not for religious reasons but because scientific reasons we have Watson and Crick, we have the DNA structure, we have a lot of things going right in terms of biology, evolution, and science. However, 
buildings such as churches and these religious societies were not willing to give up their power this easily since they've been in power forever. They've always ruled over this country and the world by using fear as a a, a trump card, basically. Um, so, so I'm just going to quickly ask you something. Do you believe that churches in the past have been good? Like, have they been beneficial for people or have they actually been hindering people? Well, that's like a whole other topic on the ups and downs, the pros and cons of religion, but, um, you know, people believe what they want to believe, and I don't, um, that's fine, just all I, all I, um, believe is that, uh, religious, religion shouldn't interfere in the, um, teaching of fact, so, for example, as we're talking about evolution, um, when this teacher was teaching um, the children about evolution, there should have been no interference that um, they were um, teaching kids um, things that didn't align with what their parents had taught them religiously. That I disagree with because um, uh, um, a common misconception is that uh, ev the fact that evolution has happened is not really a fact that's just a theory but the thing is evolution is proven to have happened the thing that um, scientists are trying to figure out is how it ha occurred or happened um, so yeah I, I I don't know about uh, we'll have to go in more depth about the church thing but all I'm saying is that religion should not interfere with the educational systems okay so I have another question for you so Obviously, majority of our schools today, public, private, anything, are not teaching religion. They're not forcing religion. They are scientific-based. But what would you say to these big academies such as that are religious, that are based off religion, such as these revered Christian private schools all across the country? What would you say to these schools? Because these schools are teaching their children about science heavily, science, math, all those types of subjects. However, they are injecting Christianity and religious morals into these children. So what would you say about those types of schools? Should they shut down? Should they convert to a strictly scientific school? But if they do, then what leverage do they have over other schools? Or should they keep on going how they are and keep teaching a balance of science and religion? So I'm not sure what the exact curriculum of these religious schools are. But I assume they teach science. Um, I'm not sure what how they teach evolution and those kind of things. But if you're going to a private religious school, that school, I'm guessing, has a church and you are very religious. And you're going to that school because you are religious. So those are actually private schools. So they can kind of do whatever they want. I think you're kind of missing the point. All I'm saying is, like, in a public school setting, when you have a teacher teaching a child about evolution, I do not like when parents come up and say, you cannot teach my child about this because we are religious and we don't believe in this and you are going against what I teach my child and his morals and all this kind of stuff because evolution is a fact. That's like saying 2 plus 2 equals 4 and then your um, a parent comes and says, no, 2 plus 2 equals 5, you cannot teach this to my child. I will not let you teach this to my child. 
That's all I'm saying. So I'm not quite sure about these religious schools. I'd have to look in on that a little more and then come to my own conclusion. But, yeah. So how do you plan? Do you have a idea of how this country should stop these parents that you're saying are interfering with the curriculum kind of by saying, no, don't teach my children this. Is there a way to stop this or is this something that you just kind of let it play out until these older generations kind of are wiped out and a newer generation takes over? Well, um, there should, all schools should definitely sometime in the curriculum should have Sci- um, fact-based information should not be um, discredited by parents. So um, mathematics or biology or physics or evolution, for example, like I don't know how much the government can interfere, but I think that um, if you don't want your child to learn about evolution, you take them out of school or you keep them in school, but you let the teacher teach about evolution, but you do not interfere. You can then when your child comes home, you can tell them whatever. I mean, that is whatever you want to do. But do not come into the school and say, your curriculum is bad. We are not going to start teaching them about evolution. Get evolution out of the curriculum. I don't want my child or any of and other uh, any of these other children, these religious children, to hear this kind of stuff. That I do not know. So uh, I do not agree with. So... Yeah, um, facts should be taught in um, schools, and they should not be argued against. Okay, so kind of steering away from this topic. As you said in the beginning, science is very influential. Uh, it's shaped our society. What do you think a society today without science would look like? Well, it would be much like the some of the ancient civilizations um, I mean, that's kind of a hard question to answer because are you saying um, with all the technology we have now and then you take out science or just without science since the beginning, like before all these inventions? Science since, no science since the beginning. Well, then we would simply have not evolved. We would be like these Egyptian or um, um, Sumerian or ancient Indian or any of these ancient religious-based societies that didn't take science into considera- consideration or observation. Um, like, if you look at the Greeks, for example, they kind of turned away from these religious aspects and they kind of focused more on observing the world around them, finding um, explanations for these things that happened around them. Um, and they did have some spiritual myths and tales uh, around the... Um, in Greek culture, but it was very scientific, and that was truly revolutionary. So I think if, um, yeah, we wouldn't have evolved much if there was no um, scientific discovery, enhancement, or something like that. I understand what you're saying, but I would have to disagree because I feel that the only field of science that contradicts religion and creates those controversies biology and well, what about physics like um the big bang i mean uh i'm not quite sure but i don't think religious people believe that the big bang happened they just believe um a supreme being created humans 
But wouldn't we still be able believing in physics and implementing it? Even if you don't believe in the entirety of it, like the Big Bang, wouldn't we still be able to make cars, for example, and buildings? What would that have to do with believing in the Big Bang? Well, yeah, you you didn't ask about that kind of science. You asked about all science in general. So things like... Um, so are you asking, like, if we got rid of the concepts of biology, like uh, the concepts of evolution? It's not... Yes, I'm asking if we got rid of things such as evolution, how would society be today? Well, if we got rid of evolution, then we would um, have gotten rid of any um, following the scientific discoveries that would have been made. So um, I think, yes, it would be harmful in the long run if we got uh, rid of evolution altogether. So it's like saying if we got rid of the um, discovery of the atom, uh, how would it be? How would it affect us? And that would be well, we wouldn't discover things um, that the atom helped discover. So it, it can be very harmful. But I'm saying, do you think society would be some sort of dictatorship because the churches would still be in power, or are you saying we would still be able to? Since you're saying biology wouldn't be furthered because Evolution, you're saying if there was no evolution, there'd be no furthering of discovery in that topic. So if you're saying we have still things such as relatively, we have some relative physics and some relative chemistry and some relative mathematics, do you think society could still reach a standard it is at today but without the theory of evolution? Or do you think it would be some total old age society where the churches are in total power? Well, evolution, um, solely evolution and nothing else no but if it's solely evolution and then it bleeds into other ideas like other sciences then um yes because if you start dismissing the fact of evolution then you will start it's a slippery slope and you'll start dismissing things about um other science other uh scientific discoveries and then it's almost a regression and you go back to these um ancient civilizations so yes Evolution purely, perhaps, and then evolution plus other sciences, absolutely. We regress. Do you think people in modern society today are taking science too far? And a context with this for this would be people like the newer generation are starting to rationalize things such as... Rational, and rationalize is the wrong word because it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just things that are new to our society, such as these thousands of new genders that have been so-called created by a new generation. Do you think people are taking science too far in the wrong way because they are now saying, oh, well, this is possible. I can be born like this. Uh, do you think people are taking science too far in the wrong ways? Uh, and do you think this is a consequence of our constant um, progression of scientific values? We saw you asking, do you think science is contributing to the um, the uh, idea that there can be more than, that there are more than two genders? Or are you saying that um, science is causing problems with the fact that it's saying there cannot be more than two genders? I don't understand what you're asking. Exactly. Are you saying that science is, is encouraging people to believe that there is more than two genders? Well, that's a whole other topic because then you have to talk about 
is science um, uh, advertising that or um, or uh, helping in um, deciding that or is science not and then you would have to go into that so that's like a whole other discussion well the broader question is that I'm gonna ask you do you think science in the long run can hurt our society um it may hurt short term such as like how would it how would it hurt a short term it may like um disunify maybe if something super revolutionary happens like um uh the exact um we figure out how evolution happened or something like that and it kind of disproves the entire religious atmosphere then it may disunify um people and um destroy things that people have been believing in but i think in the long run it can pretty much only help us as a society um an enhancement um so yeah i have a question for you um are you religious uh no i'm not i'm just asking you these questions so that people out watching that do have a religious set of eyes may be able to kind of scope out your um explanations uh but no i'm not religious I believe in evolution, I believe in science, I believe in the Big Bang Theory, all of that. Um, so, do you think, so, you just said that science can cause disunification in public, correct? Did you say that? Um, in some, in some, um, cases, yes. Do you also agree that religion can cause some disunification? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, we see it every day. How when we when it comes to terms of world peace, do you agree that technically both religion and science could theoretically start war or continue war, such as the creation of the atomic bomb, nuclear bomb? Could both science and religion cause devastation? Could they? So you're asking, can will religious people and scientific people go to war, or will mm -hmm. uh, scientific discoveries? Um, so help in the said, cause of war. No, you said religion and science can both cause some disunification, correct? Mm -hmm. So you you're stating that religion can start wars and religion can continue and prolong wars, correct? Yes. And are you also are you you're also saying that scientific discoveries can prolong war, not for the better but for the worse. Are you also saying that? Yeah. Such as um, military technology and so, so do forth. you believe that wiping out... I'm not saying you want to wipe out religion, but let's look at it hypothetically. If we were to take away religion and take away science... take away One, one society would take away religion. One society would take away science. I'm not talking about the development of the societies. I'm just saying, do you think either of these societies, one without religion, one without science, is more susceptible than the other to go to war? Are, or are both susceptible to go to war? I think the religious would go to more, uh, war. Um, they'd be more susceptible to war. Um, but do you believe that either religion... Do you believe that religion is more deadly than science when it comes to war? Yeah. Because you've said that... Because 
they're generally closed-minded and are not open to um, speculation and um, changing their mind, generally speaking. But, so, okay, so you have said that I mean, religion... we see it every day with um, religious people killing other religious people. So you, basically your main point is that religion ignites these conflicts in war. However, yes, it may prolong war and your morale's not dying and you keep fighting for what you think is right, however... Can't science also make things worse during war, such as the atomic bomb, nuclear bomb, that just devastated Japan, killed hundreds of thousands of people? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to hear. So, mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to just ask you. Would you... And so, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if I could wipe out the, all of religious people, I probably wouldn't because there wouldn't be um, anybody left to argue with. Beautiful. Would that be the same for you? <laughs> yeah. It's fun to argue with these religious God lovers. So. Um. So um. Yeah. All in all, kind of believe that. Actually, do you like you agree with most of what I said, right? Because like mm-hmm. I agree with what you said. However, I think that in the scenario with two societies. Actually, no. I I agree with you. I agree with you on what you said. I agree with. Okay, and then um, one more interesting thing I would like to put out there is that according according to the Pew Research Center, um, in the most recent survey, 65% of adults believe that humans and other living things have evolved, while while 31% of humans, um, 31% of adults say that humans and other living things have existed in their present form since the beginning of time. Go ahead, go ahead. 31% is a big number, and those 31% are basically just denying fact. They're like saying 2 plus 2 equals 4. No, it's not 2 plus 2 equals 5. That's basically what they are are, um, agreeing with or saying. So that is a big number. But um, within that 65%, um, roughly half of the 65%, which is um, 35% of the adults, um, believe that evolution has occurred from na- a natural process such as natural selection, which is currently the theory that we are um, that scientists go off of. Um, however, that is still not completely um, um, proven. I'm not sure actually. But uh, and then 24 percent of adults um, believe a supreme being or a god guided the evolution of humans and other living things. Um, and then the other 5% are unsure how evolution has occurred, which is probably m- the most um, reasonable because we know evolution has occurred. We just don't know how. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that 31% of humans, uh, of adults, say that humans have not evolved even though there is evidence that they have evolved. So this leads me to another question. Given those stats, do you think... The future is looking bright for people like you and me who believe in science more rather than religion. Do you believe that the newer generations are going to become more scientific? Do you think the new generation will stay how it is? Majority sort of has a believing in science, the other is strictly religious. Or do you think we will actually regress back to where majority is religious and the rest is scientific? Well, I don't know if we represent the majority of our generation, but um, 
I hope we progress, not um, regress, but I don't think there is any telling. I mean, certainly over time, we have definitely progressed, so I hope we keep progressing. And now we're going to steer off topic, going strictly to science. Out of the three main categories of science, physics, biology, chemistry, which one do you believe is the most impactful on our society? Like, basically, which one is the most important to us today? Like, if we had to remove one of those and live without it for the rest of life and we never had it in the first place, which do you think would hurt us the most? That's a kind of hard question to answer because you have physics, which is the foundation of these three science, sciences, and then you have chemistry. We have physics, which is the foundation, right? And then chemistry, which is right above that, which um, um, explains chemicals and how they react. And then you have biology, which explains how those chemicals um, um, react and um, life, um, it's the study of life, how life forms, how life acts, um, how life evolves. And um, I think if one were to go, which one would leave, did you ask which one would leave a stronger impact if left, or which one would be? Yeah, if if one was to go, which would, which one would it be if to hurt us the most? Um, as a sci- as a society, probably biology, but as just um, building on what we already have, um, it would uh like on building on what we already have like if you i think it would probably be physics but do you, as, have, do you have an explanation for that well society um for society biology because um then we kind of this whole religious thing comes back and um you know then it's a huge regression and if it's um not societal and more just um building on what we already know than physics because um, physics um, explains how the most fundamental aspects of matter um, are there. It explains them. It helps us understand them. So, and then without those, um, like I said, it's like the foundation of the house. Um, everything crumbles and nothing is steady. Um, and yes, assuming that you're saying you can rediscover these sciences, then yeah. Um, societally, um, biology, and then um, just in terms of pure science, probably physics. What What about you? I think that if we were to start from scratch and were to never have one of the big three, I would say I would say biology as well because. Just the sheer amount that biology has uncovered about treating bacterial and viral infections. I feel like something like the common cold, if we didn't have biology, would wipe us out, much like the Black Plague did. I mean, if we didn't have biology, the Black Plague would have spread across just Europe and just killed us all. Even COVID. Yeah, COVID as well, if we even make it that far. Um, So, yeah, and then, yeah, that's, that's what I think. Um. Have any question, do you have any questions for me? Because I, I feel pretty satisfied. I agree with most of your views. I feel like most people should adopt these types of views because it is the most progressive thinking. And so do you have any questions for me? Um, 
None really. Actually, let me ask you this. Do you, um, do you practice religious beliefs for, um, satisfaction? Like, um, not really spiritual, but just like mental satisfaction to relieve stress, anxiety, those kind of things? I do not. Uh, I believe it's a waste of time because, well, do you mean like meditating? Yeah, kind of like the, the Buddhist mindset. Well, I may just relax a bit, just close my eyes, but in those moments I'm closing my eyes, I'm different from the Buddhist because I'm not talking to God saying... There is no God in Buddhism. uh, I mean, I'm not like... Well, I'm not trying to fix my spiritual aura. That is what Buddhists... They fix spiritual aura. I'm not... I don't think spiritual aura is a thing either. I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just trying to... Relax. I don't know how else to put it. And Mm -hmm. my question to why I would wipe out religion, as we established earlier, religion starts wars. Science can prolong wars. But science can also end wars. So therefore, yeah, I agree. So therefore, if we wipe out religion, there will be no war to prolong or end. Therefore, no religion means no more wars or no more large-scale wars. I mean, there's always a threat of countries and ICBMs and nuclear weapons kind of having a competition. But if there's no motive to go to war, which is usually religion or uh, morals or beliefs, then there's no use for this destructive technology and there's no use for um, war. And so I'm going to ask you, I asked you earlier and you, uh, we kind of jokingly said no because we have no one to argue with. But that still remains my answer. You don't, you don't believe all religious people should convert to science thinking? You don't? Well, if I could, I don't like the word um, convert, but um, yeah, I, I still wouldn't because, I mean, people clearly get... Um, satisfaction and um they're pleased um because religion is very um um it it helps people get through some tough times and it can so yeah i wouldn't um well yeah also because i wouldn't have anybody to argue against but um yeah just something that i just wouldn't i don't know why i can't really explain it mostly just because i can't I wouldn't have someone to argue with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that wraps it up for um, our first episode of the significance of science. And um, do you want to add, add uh, anything? Make sure to join us next time. We will be talking about some. So this was more of an informational podcast. We got into some controversy. Next time should be more controversial with. Um, with some more different topics, and there's a variety of topics, but it will be slightly less scientific and slightly more pol- political and newsworthy, new, no, noteworthy. I mean, we're still going to talk about science in the in many future videos, but, um, yeah, we'll kind of have a mix of things. And, um, yeah. So. Uh, thank you for joining us on the FNB Podcast. We hope you come back next time.